Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to Super Good Camping Podcast. I'm Pamela. And I'm Tim. And we're from supergoodcamping.com. We're here because we wanted to educate and inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have. Today, we thought we'd talk a little bit about our camping checklist when we're loading the car, what we need to have packed. Tim mentioned it last week when we were talking, so I thought we'd go through it quickly today. Okay, so short version would be you need shelter. The list would be tents, a dining tent if you have one, usually a couple of tarps to keep the rain out, the things that go in those shelters, things like sleeping bags, air mattresses, you're going to need bits of rope and or bungee cords. I quite like using bungee cords when I'm rigging tarps. A hammer to bang the pegs into the ground. You want seating. We do seating for four, so we take our fold-up chairs. If you want to eat, so it depends on what our meal plan is. We either take a portable camping barbecue, which I enjoy the most, but we also have, if we're feeling a little tight on space and stuff we have a coleman stove which has a sort of a mini grill on it and then a side burner for you know doing coffee and and that sort of jazz i also have a couple of single burner things for doing coffee or for doing you know green beans on the side or, or what have you you want something to eat off of so dishes cutlery that sort of jazz you want something to be able to wash all those things in so some kind of a pan of some type it depends on how much space you've got we have a big pan that we can wash all our dishes in but we also have a smaller mess kit some bugaboo bugaboo there you go part of the bit that holds it all together is a washing bag so you can wash everything in it makes a very very small light package you want light whether you're out for a tour in the evening or what have you or sitting around playing cards we have a coleman lantern a battery powered lantern that we use at the table we have headlamps if we're headed out and about i usually a couple of flashlights everything (laughs) with all that uh, electricity that you're using batteries so you want spare batteries we try to use rechargeables as much as possible including in our cameras so we have to take the accoutrements we take a power bank i've got a solar panel to recharge the power bank the cables to plug into your as the better half has mentioned she's doing emails and, and whatnot often while we're camping we need to recharge her phone so make sure you've got that cable with you the camera batteries are all fairly specific so i have a charger for for those batteries or I have a few chargers for those batteries but they can plug into the power pack and charge them up that way and then you want stuff to light your fire with firewood we have a small hatchet so that we can break things down into smaller kindling bits of newspaper to start your fire or there are fire starters now where they literally take paraffin wax and lint from your dryer and little bits of wood shavings and as a fire starter you need matches or a barbecue lighter for those things and then it's personal hygiene type things you know your your soap shampoo toothbrush we try to use as much biodegradable stuff as possible just a side note on biodegradable soaps so you can't go and wash it in the lake that's not how that works it's biodegradable i believe it's 200 feet away from any water so that it it uses the earth as a filter essentially it gives it time to break down it that way sunscreen is a good thing a first aid kit bug spray absolutely bug spray Some need it more than others. There you go. Towels and then fun things, right? You want some toys and games. If it's pouring rain, you're sitting around. Yes, you can all read. That that's generally my go-to. But playing some cards, playing some checkers, and when it's nice, if you've got a little frisbee to throw or baseball gloves, that sort of deal. Badminton racket. And there you go. Oh, and take towels because hopefully you're going to do some swimming while you're there. And that's it for our checklist. So if you would like a copy of that for your very own. You can download it off of our website, so we'll upload it there later today, 
and then it'll be there free for you to download. And so we also want to talk today about Pinery Provincial Park, which was our next camping adventure. Pinery is located near Grand Bend, Ontario. It has all kinds of awesome natural features. It's 2,532 hectares in size. There are over 757 plants, 325 bird and 60 butterfly species. It's got a globally rare oak savanna ecosystem, coastal dunes. The sand dunes were really quite awesome. It's habitat for endangered species, and it's the largest protected forest in southwestern Ontario. Uh, it has all of the usual recreational things to do. There's a 10-kilometer beach. There are 10 nature trails, a 14-kilometer bike trail, 38 kilometers of skiing trails, canoeing, kayaking, paddleboarding, fishing, cycling, and a year-round interpretive program, which is, that's where our kids have really enjoyed some of the programs that the rangers have offered us, and they do offer that year-round. Some of the parks only offer it in the summer months when it's more populated and busy. So lots of great facilities and lots of amenities within the park, and they are open year-round. There are heated cabins and yurts, so if you're looking to camp in the winter time without having to take a tent. Uh, you could use a yurt or a cabin and those include a barbecue and a picnic shelter. So lots to do at Pinery. The sand dunes were something that really stood out for us when we went there. Uh, yeah, very cool. Very unlike anything else that I've seen certainly in southern and central Ontario. Arguably sandbanks is, is somewhat similar but it's not the same savanna. It just has sand. <laughs> this has got sand with things growing out of it which is mind-boggling because because sand is awfully dry and stuff. It's very Protected. There are paths that go through it. They're not supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be on them. They have built walkways to get you to the beach, which is another wonderful. We're back to the Lake Huron style where you're west facing and it's a vast lake, shallow for a long, long ways. So it's great. It's, it's nice warm water and beautiful sunsets for sure. The dunes themselves are quite cool and just so different. Even things like driftwood, you don't pick it up because it's part of the ecosystem and how the ecosystem is constantly evolving picking up one piece of driftwood i remember that from the interpretive thing that they say could make a substantial change in just in that area of the dunes yeah so just do be mindful if you're there to walk only in the areas that are designated for walking as the dunes are quite fragile one of the things that stood out about our trip to pinery was we had a turkey vulture friend that took up residence in one of the campsites quite close to ours and as much as from the neck up they're fairly ugly creatures <laughs> that from the neck down it's quite majestic bird quite big huge yeah and we've got some pictures which I'll you know, I'll post them on our website I also remember a scavenger hunt that the rangers uh, arranged for the kids when we were at Pinery too that I remember running around to various parts of the park trying to find all of the things that we were supposed to find in our scavenger hunt but there's lots of things like that at all of the park that the rangers will arrange for the kids to keep them entertained and make it fun and interesting for them and help them learn some things too along the way. Yep, and biking, our eldest and I went out one day in particular and did something crazy like 40 kilometers or, or something like that just because they have so many trails and stuff and it's such a huge park. I think the next day I opted to be a little more chill but went for the win with ice cream because they have ice cream there. <laughs> Which many of them do. That's a perk for your children to get them to go with you and be enthusiastic about camping is entice them with ice cream. Oh, and another cool thing just off the top of my head, there's a bike path that runs all the way from the park itself into Grand Bend, which eight kilometers, I think, something like that. And it's a paved path off to the side. I think it's paved the whole way, which is quite a cool thing. You know, you can hit stores along the way or going into a quaint little town of Grand Bend and uh, spend your afternoon 
afternoon shopping, whatever. Take a big backpack. Yeah, we've quite enjoyed Grand Bend as a nice little touristy town. Yep. And that's it for me as far as our checklist and pinery. Did you have anything else, Tim? You'll see on our list that there's a blank space on the right-hand side of both pages. One is labeled food list. The other's labeled clothes list. So don't forget those things because you want to be able to eat. If you're taking that barbecue, you might as well do something on it. And uh, running around naked is very frowned upon. <laughs> yes. These are not nudist colonies. Yeah, so we'll upload our camping checklist and in future episodes we'll talk about the food list and our menus that we will typically have and we can also compile a clothing list and upload that in a future. Yep. We can also upload that in future. So that's it for us today. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and if you'd like to get a hold of us, we'd always love to hear from you. Our email is hi at supergoodcamping.com that's h-i at supergoodcamping.com and we try to upload a new podcast every week on Sunday or Monday so look for us then. Bye! Bye!